Don't buy fruit and veggies without me, says Tan Trong, also known as the fruit nerd. Tan grew up in a fruit shop and has spent a lot of time buying and selling fruit, whether for exporters or local farmers. But the second generation fruiter also has a master's in food systems and gastronomy in food systems. Uh, sorry, a master's of food systems and gastronomy. His new book is a guide to picking fruit and vegetables. It includes 50 recipes inspired by Tan's family, travels and food-loving friends. He makes regular appearances on ABC Every Day, and he has a mission to educate others on the power of produce. The mantra is, good food starts with good produce. Tana's with us from Melbourne. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on, Catherine. You're welcome. Let's talk about how you developed your expertise in this area. You were literally born into it. That's right. Yes, I was born and raised in a fruit store, and uh, funnily enough, I uh, moved away from it, uh, and then it called me back. So I'm, I was working for one of the major supermarkets in Australia, and I was in the fresh produce buying team nationally. And then I went back into the family business, which uh, which distributes produce around Australia. So, you know, the thing that I love and hate most is that I love produce, but I hate the fact that um, when I see people purchase produce, they might store it wrong, and they might it might turn into food waste and I just hope that we can educate the younger generation and and those that you know uh, are in the middle ages and the and everybody to um, to appreciate produce in a way that uh, that I think that the older generation probably sought more for. So, what is it we do wrong these days? I think it's a culmination of things. We live such busy lives that, you know, when we're in the store, we're either on autopilot mode where we're just literally picking up the bag of grapes or, you know, the bag of avocados or kiwi fruit. Um, and so we, we tend to not think about what's happening with the produce because for me, produce is alive. You know, being a fruiter, I watch fruit from the morning to the night whittle whether that's leafy veg or you know asparagus or even even bananas go from you know basically green to to yellow or yellow to brown so um when you see it as alive and when you're a consumer purchasing it in a store if you're thinking that it is alive um and you have a moment to consciously uh select and then when you bring it home you prepare it um with a bit more conscious i i feel as though we won't just eat better, we'll save more money and we'll eat more healthy lives. Let's start with the beginning, which is selecting it in the first place. Uh, very interesting mm. you're talking about supermarkets because we tend to get those sort of, I won't say Botox versions, but they look like have been. We, we get the perfect fruit and vegetables there. Yes. Uh, at markets, we get much more variation, whichever. What are you looking Yes. What are you looking for? And in part, is how long it will be till you use it a factor in what it is you're looking when you select it? Yes, a bit of a bit of everything. You know, there there's so much that we can garner um if only we were to just stop and, and really look at the produce. Like for instance, um if you're if you're looking at an avocado, a really easy ob- obvious choice, you know, if you're picking one and you're gonna eat one in a few days or if you're going to eat one today, you're going to pick one that's a little bit more soft and, and has a gentle press on the top. But, you know, most people will buy a few and they'll, they'll squeeze 10 avocados before they pick, uh, select one. And in that process, they inadvertently bruise that avocado for everybody else that's going to pick it after them. So knowing how to uh, select produce 
will help prevent food waste for ourselves and for other people. So but, start with the avocado. Um, what, also, what's the other way of, t- of picking it? Well, I always say pick an avocado that is green um, because if you pick one that is green, it's not going to be fiddled around with and it will ripen within one to three days because nearly all avocados around the world now um, especially for supermarkets, are set off. And that means that they've gone into a ripening room where they've been heated up to about 20 degrees and there's some natural ethylene that goes in the room. So they're, they're already on that journey. And the same is with bananas. You know, we don't we don't have to ripen them. They're already on their journey to be a delicious fruit um, or avocado. So if you pick an avocado that's a little bit firm, then in a day or two, it's going to be perfectly green inside. There's going to be no bruises because nobody else has bruised it in that firm firm stage that it's been in. What of the banana? They do ripen quite quickly. Um, if you're like me yes. and you like them at the greener end of things, how long have you got and how should you store them? Yeah, look, that's a really great question. Um, I think the thing that most people are... Uh, probably make the mistake of and and something that i like to tell people and educate people is if you're using a fruit bowl it's probably not the best idea i mean the fruit bowl has been around since the renaissance do you have a fruit bowl catherine no i've given up because it just ends up as you say becoming waste so i've got the bowl but there's nothing in it right okay so i use a number of fruit plates so i would have a plate just for bananas because that's going to set off other fruits. And if you if you like it at the greener stage, if you put it near an, a pear or an apple, the apple or pear is going to actually set off the banana because it's releasing more ethylene. And the other thing is if you've got a fruit bowl and you've got one fruit that is basically going off, it's going to set off everything else because a rotten piece of fruit emits a lot of ethylene and so everything else starts to ripen really quickly and then before you know it you've got a bit of food waste so for bananas i would keep them on their own plate separately and then you know it just needs to be arm's length away from whatever else you have on your fruit well what you did have in your fruit bowl whether that's pears apples or kiwi fruit or whatnot so that will ensure that you probably can keep your fruit for double the amount of time that you usually um have so in the fridge or not in the fridge, because those crispers have got everything shoved up against each other. What goes in the fridge and what doesn't? <laughs> yeah, I know. The crispers are, you know, they're, they're kind of the, uh, well, seen as the kind of the, the saviour. But really, um, in my book, there's a whole list of where you should store things on the table, whether that's a fruit plate or fruit bowl, where you should store things in the fridge, whether they're um, inside, like on the shelving or in the crisper. Now, the other thing that I need to say about the fridge is that it's actually circulating a lot of air. Now, in order for us to have cool bottles of, you know, Coke or whatever we're drinking or, you know, keep the cheese and the butter cool, the airflow is making everything really cold because without that airflow, the products inside the fridge aren't going to be cool. But if you have leafy veg, um, what's going to happen is they're going to dehydrate really fast. So whether it's in the crisper or on the shelf, I always say to cover it with a plastic bag, um, maybe a paper or wet paper towel in there to keep it moist. You'll be able to keep your produce fresh for, you know, four, three, four, five days instead of one or two, three days. And, and um, you know, whether it's the crisper or the shelf, um, the details in terms of where each of those uh, produce should fit are, are in my book. The um, 
wet paper towel works an absolute treat, but you have to stay on it because, ironically, yeah. it will dry out within a day or two. Well, that brings us back to another question, whether it's uh, uh, the sweet potato or the kumara, as it's known here, or potatoes. Those root vegetables, so they go in the fridge. I know the message with potatoes is always they've got to be kept in the dark. Yes. So, uh, I mean, as you know, New Zealanders have pretty cool wetted weather where you are, um, and especially here in Melbourne too. So I don't think you need to store them in the fridge. I certainly would store them in a cool, dark place. Now, the reason why the fridge isn't such a great idea is there's a lot of moisture in the fridge. And, um, and sometimes that isn't good for your sweet potatoes. But the most important thing is that it's stored in a dark area because inadvertent light, whether it's potatoes or sweet potatoes, can set off the potato in terms of um, getting it to shoot um, or turning it green. Now, um, you know, in the fridge, you usually have a whole bunch of other fruits, whether it's apples or kiwi fruit. So, you know, having too many fruits in that same area in the vicinity isn't a great thing for sweet potatoes. So um, under the under the staircase or in a pantry, um, as long as there's some airflow and it's dark and it's not near like the window um, where there's, there can be some light, it's, that's probably the best place for the kumara. <laughs> now, size versus flavour. Some things are better larger, apparently, including uh, the aforementioned avocado. But does that vary from fruit and vegetable to fruit and vegetable? It does. It certainly does. Now, it also depends, like, modern, the modern way in which we grow uh, horticulture and agriculture, specifically fruits, is really fascinating. Now, you know, agriculture in New Zealand is very technical, um, you know, in terms of how many kiwis they have on a vine. Um, but that's the same thing with grapes. It's the same thing with stone fruits. So, you know, what I would say is that there there is a commonality between a lot of fruits where the larger the size, maybe it potentially won't be as good. Um, as something that is smaller, that, you know, the tree has given it more nutrients. But I would say on the whole, for say something like an avocado, when you cut it open, you can see that near the nut, and that's the flavor we want, that nutty flavor, uh, it's very yellow in in texture and the flavor is really buttery, oily and delicious. But as you get closer to the skin, it gets more green and it has that green taste to it, that kind of like that... uh, almost leathery, uh, earthy, um, tree-like flavour. Now, uh, with a larger avocado, you're going to have more of the nutty notes, whilst with a smaller avocado, there's going to be less contact to a seed and more contact to the skin. So um, each fruit and veg has their specifics, and my book does detail how you can select the best-tasting fruit, not necessarily the best-looking fruit, because that also leads to us having an ability to look through produce that might not be good but eats really well and can prevent food waste in many circumstances. Now, on the avocado, sorry, it's got everyone going, as always. Someone's saying, look, sometimes I do have to buy one for tonight. I'm making guacamole tonight. I, I need to know how to select an avo that is soft enough to make guacamole but without bruising everyone else's. Is there something you can tell from the outside? Yes, there is. Um, well, it's more about touch than it is um, about looks. I mean, if you're, if you're selecting a Hass, which the majority of the uh, commercial avocados are in the world and specifically in New Zealand, um, if you just gently touch the top, give it a firm touch with your thumb, not around the waist, if it's giving, then the whole avocado is ripe because that part where the stem is is the last place that ripens. It's the furthest place away from the nut 
So if it's giving, it means that the whole avocado is going to be good. Now, if you and if you press that top area and it's quite soft, it's most likely somebody else has pressed it. And I do hope that, you know, the word does spread that we shouldn't be squeezing the avocado around the waist. If we all just touched it where the stem is, then, you know, the only place that it could be bruised is that little top part. Um, and uh, and I think we'll all have better avocado experience and certainly a guacamole experience that doesn't have bruises inside. Now, someone's asking about broccoli and uh, little purple bits at the supermarket. Sometimes it has a purple tinge to it. Is that a sign it will be bitter? No, not necessarily. I mean, um, it could be just that the weather has turned it that colour. Um, I always say that with broccoli, I recently did, I went to a broccoli farm and uh, my tips are that if, if the bead size is even, and if the the top of the canopy where the broccoli florets are is pretty close and it has it's not pulling apart, it's going to be very fresh. Now, what the broccoli grower said to me is that the stem, the thicker the stem, the more nutrients that all of the florets and the plant has because the healthier it is, the thicker it is. Now, a lot of people may not eat the stem, but it's really delicious. If it is too, if the skin is a little bit too thick, just use a peeler and peel it away, and you can freeze it, put it in the sock. But the inside is actually the most the, – the inside of that stem is the sweetest and juiciest part of the broccoli. So, That's my, yeah, they are my tips. My favourite bit, I use it in stir-fry all the time, especially the little baby ones. <laughs> Beautiful. I've just seen Matt Preston's roasted kiwi fruit with hokey pokey ice cream. There's – there's trans Tasman theft on a page right there, but that's fine. It looks amazing. <laughs> well, there's, yeah, I'm just showing the love for the New Zealanders here, right? There's kiwi fruit in it. There's hokey pokey in it. What's but I must love? say, that recipe is in, in. Matt Preston has made a really intense recipe of that one because by roasting that kiwi fruit, the acidic flavours of the kiwi fruit intensify, which means that the ice cream is really needed. You do need the hokey pokey to cut through, and and icing sugar doesn't uh, doesn't hurt as well. <laughs> so there's lots of recipes in here. One last question. There's also advice on how to cut things properly and so forth. One final uh, piece of advice: uh, we can get very set in our ways with our fruit and our vegetables. What's one or two of the totally underrated? Some people know and love, but most of us just should give a go. Pick a couple of either fruits or vegetables that, that you just think are underappreciated or undiscovered by people? Yeah, no, look, that, I think that um, we all love snow peas and sugar snaps, but I believe that the the tendrils, which are the, the vine, the young vine and leaves of the snow peas are delicious. I'm not too sure if they're readily available in New Zealand. I'm sure there are many growers that grow sugar snaps and snow peas, but it's very delicious. It's, it's uh it's savoury like a spinach, but then it also has a bit of crunchiness to it. Um, that's a vegetable that I definitely love, and you might be able to get it at a Chinese restaurant because it's very, very uh, culturally, culturally relevant to that community. Um, and, you know, I love mangosteen. Um, maybe hard to find. It is called the queen of fruits in, in Asia, but it is a very Moorish fruit, and I describe the flavour as sweet umami where it's sour and sweet. It's like a cherry that you can't stop eating. So I think for me, those two picks, there's more on that in the book. But yes, I just, I really hope that people um, that, you know, not just New Zealanders, but everybody can just uh, look at fruit and veg in a different light. And uh, if we just take a moment to think about it a little bit more and if we can empower ourselves, which the book does, um, for us to 
select better produce, store it in a correct way, um, we'll have better fruit and veg experiences every day. And that's what I want for kids so they don't pick up the chocolate bar. They'd prefer to eat a really delicious Pink Lady apple. Thank you, Tan Trong. And the book is Don't Buy Fruit and Veg Without Me.